Welcome to Memorizing Scripture. My name is Gordon, and this week we are learning 1 Corinthians 10.13. 1 Corinthians 10.13, so let's go ahead and jump into our memory verse. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape, that you may be able to endure it. That you may be able to endure it. All right. So today we're going to talk about some supporting verses that are aligned and parallel to this verse. And so the first one that I want to bring up is James 1, 13 through 15, 13 through 15. So James 1, 13 through 15, it says, let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God for God cannot be tempted with evil and he himself tempts no one. Let's just stop there after verse 13. That's a pretty simple point. God doesn't tempt people for God cannot be tempted with evil and he himself tempts no one. I think that's pretty encouraging when people say, okay, when they want to blame God for stuff, God is not tempting you. We need to understand that a lot of the sin that we create is our own. And that's what the next verse says. Sorry, not a lot of the sin that we create is our own. A lot of the temptation that we fall into is our own desire. And then that gives birth to sin. So James 1.14 says, but each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin, and sin, when it fully grows, brings forth death. So each person, again, is tempted by their own desire. And sin, the biggest thing here, too, is seeing that sin is a process in these two verses. Each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. His own desire. I think that's really important. We need to own up to our own desires, that our desire is sinful. Why do we sin, then? Because we like it. We need to understand that. We need God's help to uh, overcome that. And I think that's a hard thing to understand because when we look at the world and unbelievers, a lot of the, the sins that they commit, you know, they like it. If people getting drunk, they like getting drunk. They're pursuing it. It's not like they just like, oh, I accidentally fall in this great big pile of alcohol and I'm going to just drink it all. No, they want to do that. <clears throat> and so if we're tempted with stuff or, or, or um, yeah, if we're tempted with things, and it's something that is a, des- a sinful desire in us. We need to we need to own up to that. And so sin is a process. So that that's the, that first verse that I thought might be helpful for us to think about with our memory verse. And the next verse is on, on God's faithfulness. So in Deuteronomy seven nine, it says, "Know therefore that the Lord is your God." Sorry, know therefore that the Lord your God is God the faithful God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. And again, the past couple podcasts, I mentioned faithfulness. There are a lot of faithfulness references throughout the whole Bible. And so God is, is speaking to the Israelites here and he's giving warnings to them when they enter the land of Canaan. And he's saying, don't enter Mary, don't bring in foreign idols, but basically just clear out everything of the land I'm giving to you and focus on me. And he says that uh, once you do, God will be faithful to those who love him and those who keep his commandments. And we see that throughout all of scripture in the New Testament, that if you love me, obey my commands. Jesus says that. And so for those, for us who want to follow God, we need to be faithful to him and and obey him. He's not just going to um, walk in fellowship with us and and 
just do what we want. And I think that's a lot of how a lot of people think, well, God, if God loves me so much, then why isn't he doing this for me? Well, do you love God at all? I like, are you with him? Do, do you have the same mind of Christ? Uh, because if, if you are unaware of what he wants to do, which is really show his glory to everybody, then it's going to be a little difficult for you guys, you and God to, uh, to, to make amends there if you don't know what's going on. So, <clears throat> so that, that speaks to God's faithfulness. And, and then the last verse that I want to share is second Peter two, nine. It says, then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and to keep the unrighteous under punishment until the day of judgment. And so to give you a little context of this verse, because just reading it itself is kind of encouraging. Again, it says, then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and to keep the unrighteous under punishment until the day of judgment. So going back a couple verses, uh, Peter writes, if by turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah to ashes, he condemned them to extinction, making them an example of what is going to happen to the ungodly. And if he rescued the righteous lot, who is greatly distressed by the sensual conduct of the wicked, for as the righteous man lived among them day after day, he was tormenting his righteous soul over their lawless deeds and saw and heard. Then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and to keep the unrighteous under punishment until the day of judgment. And I thought that was an encouraging verse. God, even with Lot's experience, God knew how to rescue the godly from trials. Um, and so I think that encourages us too, that no matter what's going on around us, I mean, I can't imagine the type of chaos in a city that was going on in Sodom and Gomorrah and knowing who I am and trying to follow God in that environment. But God knows how to rescue the godly from trials. And that should encourage us. encourage us. And that parallels a little bit with, with our temptation verse. God will provide a way of escape so that way we may be able to endure it. So here there's some, some verses to encourage us. Again, if we remain in the Lord, he will protect us, love us, help us, guide us. He will be faithful. He does not want us to sin and he will always provide a way out. So again, those are three verses to help us. Um, James 1, 13 through 15, Deuteronomy 7, 9, and 2 Peter 2, 9. So wrapping up, again, repetition, use some note cards, put it in your kitchen, in your bedroom, in your car, and find some person who you're going to recite this verse to at the end of the week. And if you have any questions, you can email me at ideamailbag at gmail.com. That's ideamailbag at gmail.com. And then... Like, subscribe, rate, comment, review, all those fun things to help us on social media get the word out. Your participation helps that tremendously. So let's go ahead and we're going to repeat each line twice of our memory verse. One for me and the second one for you to repeat so that way you can get involved. Here we go. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide. What am I doing here? All right. I didn't repeat each line. <clears throat> I just went for it. We're going to try this again. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. 
that you may be able to endure it. All right. Sorry about that. But awesome. Amazing job this week. We are on day four of our memory verse, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. And until next time, continue to pursue the mind of Christ. <laughs>